0: That brought you unbelievable dragon cartoon pornography. It's the Luke and Pete Show. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm joined by Luke Moore, and it is a Monday. We're recording slightly later in the day, so these shows from now on until maybe Easter, the shows will be coming out a little bit later in the day. Am I right, uh, Luke? Am I right in that one? Yeah, I mean, we won't,
1: we'll never be broken or defeated by this pandemic. No. That we will sometimes be caught forced to make slight admin changes as a result <laughs> of it, and dear producer and editor Natalie uh, yeah. doesn't get to do these this edit till quite late on on the Monday now, so um, it's going to be a little bit later. But think of it as a beautiful Monday evening treat. What I would do if I were you as a listener, and what I know Pete Donaldson does, is hit seven pm, run yourself a bath, put a lot of candles around, put the candles. best of. <laughs> I was going to say, put the best of Enya on the, uh, yeah. on, the, on, the on the boom box. Yeah. Uh, get 14 Sailor cans of Tisky <laughs> and fill the bath up and enjoy
0: with the Tisky. Just, just drink it and maybe watch a bit of Monday Night Football while Enya's blaring out. Pete, was there,
1: was, there not a, um, was there not a missive from one of our listeners back in the day? And I might have made this up, but where you could, I, I feel like it might have been in Poland or the Czech Republic or somewhere in Eastern Europe where you yeah. could have an actual full-on bath in beer.
0: Yeah, that rings a bell, yeah. It was, it was very that? wasteful, if I remember rightly. No, no, it would give me a terrible infection, I think, down, down south, which I don't need, and I don't need to explain that. No. I don't know, why have you got that infection? I'd, I had a bath in a lot of very aggressive Polish lager. Um. <laughs> More likely than you seducing another member of the opposite sex, though, to be fair. It, true, true. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's, de- that's definitely true. I've yeah. yet to visit the STD clinic because I've touched a lady. Or a man. So, <laughs> it's more stuff I've just put down there, um, and it all comes <laughs> under the same umbrella, which is what they use to check uh, check Um It's
1: like a little cocktail umbrella. <laughs> it's like a little thing. cocktail umbrella. Yeah, yeah, you can get choose, yeah. choose
0: your colour. Listen, listen, you you might be in your twenties and you may think that you got the your whole world in front of you, but when you change partners, you need to be having a little check check, and it's an important thing to do. How and would you check? Be silly about it. What? How would you check? I send uh, pictures of my and Gorge member to uh, celebrities and ask them to see. <laughs> not just celebrities. <laughs> not just celebrities. Some of them are barely cam girls. Um, anyway, didn't come here to talk about this, Phil. It's not what we are about. What it's are exactly we about? It's exactly what we're about. We're about the Luke and the Pete. What's Luke been up to this week? What's Pete been up to this week? Luke, I cannot have uh, uh, not noticed or mentioned on this show uh, the fact that it is now very snowy. Yes. Right now, where I am, yeah. I mean, it is it is insane out here. It was a yeah. it was a veritable blizzard yesterday, and um, I, luckily, the day before, my good partner, uh, my good partner, my good lady partner, um, <laughs> my one. My one careful lady partner um, yeah. uh, took uh, took me out in the car that I bought, so I could have a little drive around a, a theatre car park.
1: I saw the video, and it was absolutely terrifying. Thrilling. I never want to see it again. It, it's like one of those videos. <laughs> do you remember when the internet was a bit like the Wild West, and like all of a sudden, mm. sudden you click on something, and there would be like an awful video of a a person falling off a cliff or mm. something? Yeah, just something terrible mm. that had happened. Mm. It was like that, but it was you behind the wheel of a car, and you yeah. can't properly see the maniacal look in your face at the time but I knew it was there
0: well I I edited out the bit at the start where I said I'm in my mum's car vroom vroom uh, Mm. because my hair was looking particularly poor this day and I didn't want you to get distracted it was like a really shit version of Grand Theft Auto it was like uh, a really great version of uh, Fast and the Furious 7 Tokyo Drift. Thank you very much. And it, but a good time was had by all, uh, apart from the gearbox that did at one point say that it was overheating. I like to buy things that are broken out of the box, mate. I feel sorry for you.
1: I think all of us, the assembled throng of listeners and me, mm. feel sorry for the scooter. We hardly knew ye.
0: Well, I, 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 to be honest, I tried to get the skirt out yesterday in the snow and I was doing big old donuts in the garden because I, I just wouldn't get on the hill. Um, so I had to put that away. So I'm, I'm Peter, waiting for the snow to, to, to leave us.
1: What what type of life do you think
0: our listeners think you have? <laughs> It's it's Mike Carroll, the uh, lottery <laughs> It
1: is like, It is. It's a it's poor like man's that, yeah. Mikey Carroll.
0: <laughs> it's a man you, who, could, who could barely live within his own means, <laughs> You've Carroll. got the gold chain around your neck with a pair of
1: boxing gloves on it. You've got the sovereign <laughs> ring on your finger and your donut and a Chinese scooter around your own garden. Of, I love it. Um, Your place out in the countryside. Yeah. I think it's chilling. I think the dogs you have access to find it
0: chilling. And I think our <laughs> listeners
1: find it chilling.
0: They, they, the dogs I have access to will not stop being sick. I mean, I don't know what they've been eating. Because this only happens since in? you moved in. <laughs> Are they
1: allergic <laughs> They're to disgusting. you? In the, in the most cruel <laughs> plot twist in
0: history. <laughs> yeah, they just keep vomiting. Like just every, like every morning, there's just new vomit to pick up. It's like a, it's like the video game theme park, but with dogs.
1: Oh, well, I remember that. Oy, you put too much, um, you put too much salt on the fries in theme park and mm. sim theme park or whatever it's called. And because you want the people to buy more drinks and they end up just puking everywhere.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and you just need people to clear up in the park and stuff. Oh, it's fascinating. Oh, I, um, oh, Luca, you like a video game. Get involved with Hitman 3, mate. Get involved, mate. I haven't seen the first two. I'll be confused. <laughs> it's pretty simple. Is It's an Hitman. You can play it on your Switch as well, which is, uh, it's like a, a, a streaming version of oh, it. Oh, you, know uh, you know how, how to talk sexy to me. Switch. There you, go. There you is it, go. Is it good
1: on the Switch, though? Is the iteration good?
0: I, I believe the uh, – yeah, I believe it is. I mean, so all of the processing happens in a server somewhere, but luckily it's one of those games where it doesn't require kind of necessarily quick reactions. You can just kind of, like, skulk around. It is, is astonishingly me? good. It's <laughs> your little old man, arthritis fingers. I still
1: haven't found anyone in our listenership that's found me some copper for No Man's Sky. <laughs> that's when <laughs> my love affair with gaming oh. finished. So I always play – um. And regular listeners to the Ramble will know that I often reference the guy, the man Big Pav, who you know, yes. Pete, as yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's, he's occasionally my FIFA playing partner
0: uh, oh, on right? FIFA
1: 21. Yeah, so we sometimes play um, FIFA 31 together. That's the only gaming I really do these days, to be honest. Yeah. So I'll be interested in um, in Hitman 3. I, I look, I'm looking for something to um, fill the Breath of the Wild shape hole in my soul, mm. um, and I need to fill... The weekends these days, particularly as I saw someone so aptly describe weekends under lockdown as um, the two-day lunch break,
0: <laughs> which is basically what it, it feels like, right? It's barely even that, to be honest. I'm, I'm I'm working on a project at the moment where I've got to get a lot of like release forms and permission slips, basically, uh, back from. I've people. heard about this, and 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 it's just like and It's just a constant stream. It's like trying to organise a school trip, but with a lot of old people. It's impossible. No one can get find the form that I've sent. People are getting <laughs> confused. I'm having to forward it on through obscure email addresses that I never knew existed. It's just, oh, mate. You, I mean, how many email addresses have you, I was you doing had yesterday? in your life? How many email addresses I've had? Th- I've had three major ones, I'd say. Like apart from my work ones, I've had three major ones. Um, you got a couple of burners, surely, for all those websites. Oh yes, oh so, yeah, I got loads of burners, mate. I got good, coming out the wazoo, mate. Yeah, very, very you got, easily. Um, yeah. You
1: got a burner account for the um, the wrestling figures you collect
0: off eBay. <laughs> no, they're all on my. If you can find my record on eBay, you'll find a, <laughs> a, a, a long and a long and disgusting little little tale. I tell you,
1: Pete. On um, so on Friday. Um, and before anyone asks, now this wasn't exacerbated by the fact that I had to work with Kate Mason. I had a <laughs> migraine on Friday. Oh, no.
0: oh right. Did, I've never heard. I didn't, you were, I didn't think you were of the migraine people. I didn't, I didn't realize you were yeah, migraineable.
1: We are a broad church. We are a right. very broad church. Um, I do occasionally get migraines so every six to nine months. Uh, and I picked one up on Friday. It's only really today that I've started to feel normal again. And, um, they, they manifest themselves in such weird different ways. I, I don't know if anyone listening or everyone listening kind of knows about migraines, particularly if I don't mm. suffer from them. But some of the symptoms are absolutely obscene. Like they are, <laughs> it's basically Pete, a condition that would in every other circumstance be cause for some alarm. Yet yeah. all you've got to do is just go to bed and when you wake up, it's normally okay again. And it's weird, I, isn't it? It's, it's, it's crazy. So, the one I had on Friday, I'm not exaggerating. If I touched the left hand side of my face, it was like unbearably painful, right? So, <laughs> okay. I could only sleep it off on one side of my face, right? Is that I definitely a to...
0: migraine? Is that definitely a migraine? Yeah, they they have all these symptoms. Spinal fluid that. coming out your nose. Like, what's I, sp-
1: what's <laughs> I spoke to my mate uh, Duncan about it. He right. says to me, Oh, yeah, I get migraines every six months. I go completely blind. <sighs>
0: it's just like in any other yeah you're right <laughs> in it's context like you, people, that is people, get, people get lights things floating in front of their eyes yeah. it's just it's astonishing
1: i uh, said so i i had I had one about 9 months ago no joke right um where it came on on and it made one of the symptoms i got was i had to eat an entire packet of biscuits
0: <laughs> do you want me to pop round with some uh, paramol I, I swear by paramol it is just cordine and paracetamol but my god they're good for a hangover I'd love to
1: I'd love to smash five of them I'll be honest
0: oh mate um, have a couple of them and you sleep for about three days fantastic yeah. <laughs> I have to, I have to
1: um, probably put some kind of disclaimer in here because some of the listeners might get offended I'm not saying please don't overdose on, on paramol
0: no. don't, do don't, that. Even dose, a, don't even no, dose no, really, yeah, if yeah. don't fuck with um, cordine guys it's addictive
1: so so in summary, I've only just started to feel better again today, really, which is no good. I mean, I went out yesterday for a quick walk in the snow mm-hmm. um, because Mimi's obviously of, of New England extraction, so she misses she just the just swam snow. out. I bet she yeah, just over it. A- uh, but the thing is, she's derisory about our snow, Pete, and it grates... It grates. <laughs> we should be but proud send, of that two inches out there.
0: But <laughs> dirty old dog poo snow, yellow yeah, snow. Yeah. Dirty old sludge within five seconds. Yeah, yeah, I mean, to be fair, though, everyone's like on the stack thread, everyone's pathetic little sprinkling they were getting excited about and making a little um, snowmen off. Oh, I you weren't saying like, that, that is... on the
1: thread. You were really encouraging.
0: <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> I'm surprised uh, our friend John managed to do a, a full snowman. It just didn't seem like there was enough snow kicking around. But over here, oh, mate, up to my knees I was... I'm to no, you weren't. Really? No, no. Nah, bollocks. Oh, you no, know um, Stevie from, from Jack's show, Jack's Happy Yes, hour, You
1: yes. see his snowman? No. He did what like did he a do? proper, lifelike, really good Olaf from Frozen.
0: Oh, amazing. It's really good. He's very talented, Stevie. I would recommend it. I'd very, very like, much recommend it. You're like Jack, and I'm like Stevie. I'm the talented one. <laughs> Where's that come from? I now, that don't doesn't make know. any sense. Because
1: Jack's genuinely popular.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, but you get all applaudits. I'm like the talented one. Yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> I was <make> laugh. <laughs> It's not. I was for them. Right. I don't know what
0: you call them, but they're not applaudits. And
1: can I also please <laughs> just say that now guns. that now that Vish has stolen my uh, my bad guy of the ramble moniker i have a bit of right. an existential crisis over here oh no you've
0: got nothing. I don't really know,
1: i don't really know where i am with it to be honest <laughs> um, speaking i, I wonder well, were you gonna say something because I, oh, I want to bring i was
0: i was just gonna bring it very very quickly saturday i'm up early relatively early after drinking a yeah. bottle of Carver the night before and a bottle of sack. Yeah, standard. Um, I'm not ready for it. I'm I'm going down to McDonald's because I'm getting um oh. sausage, sausage and egg McMuffins and a load of um a load of food. How and, near is the McDonald's to you, mate? Oh, there is a close one that's about a ten minute scooter away. Um and then there is uh and then when the road is closed, like what it was on Saturday, I went in a Hemel Hempstead. So I went to Hempstead, Scooted it? Scoot, scoot with it. Um, what, in the snow, so, you're a madman. No, nah, it was before it's the like snow. the world's shittest version was, <laughs> of Mad Max. <laughs> it was before the snow. I'd, I'd managed to beat the snow, oh, right. fortunately. Okay. Um, uh, but it was very, very cold. Um, so I'm down there. I'm getting my sausage egg McMuffins from the drive-through. I'm getting my coffee, my toffee lattes, right? And uh, I've been burned before. I'm, I've brought a flask, so I fill up the toffee lattes into the flask. Oh, um, very good. Siphon them in. Pro, uh, what a pro. And I put them in the seat, put the food in the seat, and these two lads, what is the van that you have? It's like a white van, but it's like just a bit bigger than a car. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. a, like a little kind of like transity yeah. van, but like, like a small. Like a little Yeah, a little astrovan. Um, Yeah. This man... Uh, it's just in front of me. I'm not blocking him out. He's you know he's just come out of the drive-through. I tell you what, I've um, waited
1: almost 20
0: years for beat Pete
1: Diles and Traffic Tales.
0: <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this. I, I mean, is this what happens on the road? Is this what happens yeah. in Hemel Hempstead? If anyone lives in Hemel Hempstead, let me know. 50. He must be in his 50s, and he was clearly like uh, maybe a labourer or something, or maybe just you know just an odd job man or something. And he had a mate in the car as well. You know, you know, like a, a labourer's mate always looks a bit ratty. Yeah. Was <laughs> like, it? Was it Ronnie Pickering? <laughs> well, it, look, it's the sort of thing that Ronnie Picker can get us up to. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. He, uh, he starts, like, pointing at me, this grown man, pointing at me going, ah, ha, 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 ah, ah ha, ha, like that. <laughs> like, really scowling and laughing, ah, <laughs> <laughs> and then And then I'm like, I look behind me because I'm like, and I look ridiculous. I Look, I look ridiculous. They haven't seen me yet. They haven't seen me yet because I'm I have my big helmet on um they had the windows rolled up that's what i, could, I just couldn't figure it out really pointing at me ah! and i looked around to sort of see if they were pointing at anyone else they weren't pointing at anyone else um and and when i turned back around his little ratty mate was like giving me two fingers and yeah. his mate was going ah! and, the, and then they just kind of like rev the engine made their tires sort of squeal and made a load of smoke and then just Vroom! shot past halfords and then they were just gone I, I think just, this
1: is the um this is the middle scene in
0: the film Greece, isn't it? <laughs> I was having a breakdown. I was like, what <laughs> the what was that about? Did it did they what what? I look ridiculous. the helmet's way too big for me. I look like a Mekon, <laughs> but again, that's all I had. They didn't see me fucking blonde hair, that looks like Donald Trump at the moment.
1: I, I like the idea that you've assumed that they must be right and now you're trying to work out what's wrong with you. They're yeah. probably just twats.
0: Yeah, but that's the thing, though, isn't it? That's the difference between people who are um, scared of the world and people who aren't. Yeah. I'm scared yeah. of the world. So I just look at it and go, what have I done? What do I look like? What have I done? What do they think I am? And I'm no, just I'm, going I'm through. I'm
1: on, their, I'm on their side. But I'm just saying, <laughs> that I think you should probably, you're probably overthinking it. I, mm. I had, a, um, I had a, uh, a McDonald's as well um, a few days ago, just before the – actually, it might have been what brought the migraine on, thinking about it. <laughs> um, but aren't they delicious? But I, I went for the – I went for the katsu nuggets.
0: Oh, hello! Have you seen that they are they just chicken nuggets? nuggets? Are they just chicken nuggets with katsu curry dip, or is the katsu curry dip within?
1: No, there's there's no so there's no katsu dip. It's a sweet curry dip as as per normal. Uh-huh. Um, but the coating on the nuggets is slightly katsu in nature. So it's almost like that. What's happened is the guy who develops that part of the Bedard's menu, I think at one point went to a Wagamama. <laughs> went like, past one. We should do this. We should do this. <laughs> and just did it. Lovely. So, uh, oh, well, yeah, it right. it I'll, have to, yeah, it I'll have to try that
0: next time I go around on my scoots. Yeah, you should. Um
1: I mean, what's your what's your standard? I mean, if you're going into Hemel Hempstead on a good half an hour at least round trip, what's mm. the what's the order you're going for?
0: Um, it's. I mean, I will level with you. Um, I, who's that goalkeeper I like who does YouTube? Oh, um, Ben Foster. Ben Foster. he's I do enjoy his YouTube. Um, yeah. And he, uh, right next to Watford's training ground, there is a McDonald's, and he says he drives past it every day, every day and he just goes, like, why is that there? You know what I mean? I've cool. never once gone in, but I've always wanted to go in. And, you know, when you get older and stuff, like, you, you know, one, one sausage and egg McMuffin is a, is a real pin, but he did suggest getting a sausage and egg McMuffin, McMuffin and then putting... <laughs> Jesus, a mushroom, and then uh, putting a uh, hash brown in between it and then putting, like, tomato sauce on it and stuff. And I was like, yeah. that's a great idea. That is what influenced me to go to McDonald's. So I'd like to thank Ben Foster, the goalkeeper. For, right. Uh, for Take <laughs> for the inspiration from on. where you can, mate. That's and what so, I said. Yeah, and so I was just, I was just bashing back sausage with muffins with um, two, nearly two um, hash browns. Very yeah. nice. Are you, va- are this, you this, vaping? I to hear someone vaping there. Who's vaping on the call? Nah, it's not me vaping? Vaping. Could, no. No, no, it's not me
1: vaping. No, it's not No, me. it's not producing Natalie um, either. No, she's, no, she's muted. Um, yeah. No, I wasn't vaping, mate. Uh, I no, think right. if I was going to start vaping, I'd, I'd tell you about it. And last time we went to a vape shop together, you left because you got embarrassed at me asking
0: questions. You were just so wasting I, people's time. I, no, I just, they've got no one else to talk enough. to. There's no customers. <laughs> they Will that let, let them? Let them just be them. Let them learn a language or something. I don't know. You pop Mate. in, have a chat about vapes, and you, you have no intention of buying any vapes. Uh, look, it's the, a tough North sales job nowhere. for
1: them. I'll, I'll admit that. But look, <laughs> the they're working at a vape shop. shop in Northampton. They they want to chat to someone. Look, we're <laughs> yeah. going to have a quick break, but before we do, I've got a bit of admin to do. So. Alright, um, baby. Our email address is hello at Luke and show.com. Some people who have emailed that very same email address are going to have some of their emails read out the other side of this break that's coming up at Luke and Pete show on Twitter. Do get in touch on there. And we're also now on Instagram, exactly the same address at Luke and Pete show. Lots of extra bits on there. Lots of behind the scenes things, lots of things we haven't had time to get to on this show, which is basically unplanned twice a week. So do follow that as well on Instagram at Luke and show. It's all tied together. Just the other side of this break, We're going to do a bit more uh, chat, and we're also going to do some emails. So we'll see you in a minute. See ya.
0: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. This week at Sukarnov. On WrestleMe this week, we talked about the worst way to accept a Hall of Fame award. They were just talking, you suck it. You suck and then he pours milk over <laughs> What is
1: this? Pouring milk over yourself is absolutely something that if you did it once in any scenario, <laughs> people would never forget it. We were just having Christmas dinner and, and you know, he just poured <laughs> two litres of milk over himself.
0: Or if you're more in the mood for some awkward anecdotes, Alex shared his experience with the cast of events. Horizon on this week's Clash of the Titles.
1: We meet Smitty, played by Sean Pertwee, a man who I bumped into in a bar having never interviewed and literally chewed his ear off, trapped him in a corner of a booth where he couldn't actually stand up and get away from me, and talked to him incessantly about this film. Later on in the night, his
0: wife said to me, Sean's outside if you want to carry on talking to him about Event Horizon. All <laughs> <laughs> that and more at Stokhanov. Stokhanov. We're back with Luca Pete Shaw. We had to take a short break there because my dogs started barking. As long as they don't start barking sick, I don't mind. Do not mind. Yeah. The Amazon man turned up. I don't know what's been bought. I don't know what's been purchased. I can't remember buying anything. The last thing I bought was a little card you put in the side of my Tassimo coffee machine to allow me to descale it. My Tassimo coffee machine, for some reason, would not let me descale it properly without this little green card that sits in the belly of the machine and it's got a barcode on it, a very specific barcode that only. Allows that very specific card to work in the machine. It is, it's not designed obsolescence, is it? It's something like it's a fucking me off for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> machine.
1: Yeah, I think that's fairly. That's a fairly accurate way mm. of putting it, isn't it? Yeah. Someone from Amazon's turning up to my house every day at the moment. Every day.
0: Oh, it's relentless, isn't it? Relentless. If it's not a wire, it's a fire. Oh, so. I try it around. That doesn't work. Um... Let's be
1: honest, Pete. With you, it's always a wire. It's right. always a wire. So, um, hello at lukeandpeacher.com is the email address to get in touch. Mm. We've got a load of really good ones again. Um, It's no coincidence to me that as soon as producer Nat's attached to the project, things start Mm. going through the roof. Um, So, um, regardless, we're the beneficiaries of this, us and the listeners, because we get to hear about all these amazing stories. I would like to start with Mm -hmm. the extension of something we talked about a couple of weeks ago, which is the... The lost, the dying art, if you like, of the, of the great childhood lie. Okay? <laughs> you know, I tell you what, if Reply All over at Gimlet do, a, do an episode on the great childhood lie, oh, it's award-winning. Mm. Oh, it's, uh, we always do stuff like this. And this is a fantastic example of one from Connor Christie, and I'm going to tell you about it right now. On the recent talk about kids telling lies at school, says Connor, I have a good one for you. Uh, me and my friends have always remembered it, and we still laugh about it to this day. There's this lad from school and we're all about 10, and everyone's getting a few minutes to tell the class what they got up to over the summer holidays. So he stands up in front of the class, talking absolute nonsense, as usual. <laughs> and then he reveals that he climbed up to his bedroom window over the summer break, put on his parachute, <laughs> leapt out... And glided all the way to the shops a few miles away.
0: Hmm. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I mean, how on earth he thought he would get away with that one? You can't pull the wool over our eyes. I have so many <laughs> questions. Maybe the Ministry of Defence should get in touch with him to learn about this incredible feat, the pinnacle of human achievement. I uh, can't remember whether
0: I, I can't remember whether um, I, either I read that email before. Or you've read that email on the show, but I remember thinking for some reason that I thought that you said that you'd floated to the shops. Exciting. No, I wish way, I had. Exciting.
1: I mean, the <laughs> only thing I would say to Connor is that I mean, possibly if this lad lived on like, the thirty fifth floor of a tower block, mm, that it works, is feasible. Yeah. yeah, it is feasible.
0: If he lived on the big tower in Dubai. <laughs> <the> old, uh... <laughs> <laughs> those towers down. are meant
1: to. Those towers are meant to move in the wind, aren't they?
0: Yeah, yeah. Most skyscrapers are now nowadays, aren't they? Because they got they got, they got like kind of weird to. counterweights in the in the bottom. I, mean, I just don't know how. I still don't know how that works. I, I went to the Kobe earthquake museum, uh, and 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 saw all of these plans for these um, skyscrapers and how they're built these days. But it just seems. Very weird. It <laughs> seems very odd that you are that, that that you've got some kind of counterweight that allows you to uh, to offset the uh, the movement yeah. of an earthquake. It's just confusing. do they
1: have some kind of like um like quite futuristic like insulation in the foundations?
0: Yeah, so it's like stop. a counterweight. Yeah. I think it's, it's it's a mixture of like maybe springs and shock absorbers and also counterweights. So it kind of when the um, top of the building goes right, the counterweight would go left. I think either huh. way, it would it would stop it would stop the jiggle. It would encourage it to jiggle jiggle in the right way, but not the wrong way. And
1: that's what we all want. There's we want a um, to jiggle in the right way. There's a brilliant um, scene in the autobiography of Slash, the guitar player from Guns mm. N' Roses. Have you read it? Yeah
0: uh no no
1: so uh, so uh, he's obviously living in la which gets a fair amount of earthquakes mm. and they're they're always brought up and told that if they're indoors and there's an earthquake you need to go and stand in the doorway yeah and uh, so slash does that but obviously because he's slash i think he's got about 15 pet snakes <laughs> and they all get and the tanks all get smashed and they'll just sliver <laughs> off he's trying to get them all back <laughs> and I, think, I think people probably just think that he's on drugs again or something when he's walking around asking everyone to seen his snakes and stuff. Because there is genuinely one scene where he throws himself through a plate glass window because he thinks he's being chased by these little demons. Um, it's, it's an amazing book. And by the way, good on Slash, it's about fucking three inches thick. Like He's not right. scrimped on it. It's just no. endless stories about the stupid shit he's done. It's really, really very good. Very good. There's an amazing scene as well on, um, on YouTube and um, I'll, I'll get I'll get that to share it on the old Insta, where um, have, you, have you? I might have told you about it before, Pete, but it's it's live footage of a Guns N' Roses show, where Axel's was doing this big build up to the start of Welcome to the Jungle, mm. and you know he sees do going, you know where you are, you're in the jungle, baby. You know, like, Axel's was really over the top, yeah, yeah. and he's doing this big like dramatic, theatrical, extended intro. Into um, Welcome to the Jungle, and then that iconic riff supposed to come in, ding and a ding and a ding, ding a ding and a ding a ding. That one, right? Yeah. But Slash is so pissed, right? He's got a tiny pair of shorts on and nothing else, and a top hat, obviously, right? He's facing the wrong way, and he cannot play a single thing. So <laughs> it's just you just hear these weird echoes and like
0: out of tune guitars. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, anyway, Slash's autobiography is well worth a read. It's just uh, it just seems like the history of rock and roll is just. Write a decent album every two years and the world will indulge you. <laughs> Just, I can't, you I can can't do what is the you thing, want. Right?
1: This is the thing, Pete, right? I cannot fathom. And you know, I'll bring the listeners in on this if they want to me and give me their theories. Guns and Roses also, but particularly Metallica, right? Metallica are so inebriated. For the first like five years of their entire existence, right? Mm. They're called, they're nicknamed on the scene Alcoholica, right? Several mm. of them have to go away and get rehab and, and dry out and, and sort their addiction problems out. And it doesn't make any sense because if you go and watch, there's plenty of videos on YouTube of them in like 1983 playing the most technically quick, amazing yeah. music and it sounds fucking incredible and they're all totally pissed all the time.
0: <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Have uh, you tried to play the guitar when you when you're pissed? I can't fucking do it. I can't do it when Same. I'm sober.
1: Terrible. I, I can rem- I can remember having a house party once and playing. Um, trying to, there was someone playing guitar. And me trying to play it, and just it was just embarrassing. So i was just taking it off me. But then a lot of people would say that when I was sober. To be fair, so. It's
0: fair <laughs> um, we got a message from Dave. I'm going to uh, remove Dave's second name because I'm a nice guy. Hello, the link, Pete. Your school Discord chat reminded me of my own experiences years ago. As I went to an all boys school. Time with girls was pretty uh, much non-existent in my earlier years. Um, the school discos from year nine onwards gave us all a unique opportunity to meet and mingle with this mysterious fairer sex who we went to the all-girls school up the road. I mean, why do they plan it like this? This is yeah. just insanity. Don't keep them apart. And then like a big fucking wall of death at a, a Metallica concert. Um, <laughs> my, my second memory was uh, of our time in Sixth Form when the boys and girls Sixth Formers joined forces to host these discos as fundraisers for World Challenge, and. extracurricular activities etc as theoretically all powerful sixth formers uh, we chaperoned the younger pupils managed to the tuck shop and kept an eye out for rule breakers on one night we thought we'd hit the authoritarian jackpot when we heard the year 11s were snorting some dubious substances in our sixth form common room aka the disco's vip suite (laughs) (laughs) suite. how do you even Um, do that at school Oh God, God knows. Um, ready to march this irritating bunch, bunch of the te- t- teachers, aka the real chaperones, the real law. Um, we simply found out there were some snorting uh, mega rainbow dust sweets. You know those long thin sticks of sherbet you yeah. find in their uh, sweet snorting shops. It. That's the, pretty yeah, just absolutely bashing it up the up the snozzle. um yeah. If I've no idea if any of them snorted anything stronger, but one is now a Tory MP, so the chances are high. <laughs> All the best and safe. <laughs> And then he sends me an email uh, a, a couple of days later. Or so, yeah, uh, a, little, a little later on. Um, yeah, can you uh, please censor my surname?
1: That is very, very high risk when you know Pete D'Alson's reading it. I mean, not even wait right? for a couple
0: of days. I know, right? I mean, he is very much relying on the Google Mail system to make sure that I know that there's a new addition to that particular email thread. Awful, yeah. awful decision from from Dave.
1: No, and and it's but but very good, um, very good story. And I, I don't know why I, I can remember people getting the old sherbet dib dab, as mm. and that's not that's not a euphemism for drugs. I mean the actual sherbet dib
0: dab, yeah. and giving it a good old snort up the hooter. I don't really know why. I, should, I just you just see it on the telly, don't you? You watch a bit of Scarface. <laughs> you want to slice of the action. We we also got weirdly speaking of redacted emails. We got an email that was sent, and then the whole thing was just redacted. Mark emailed us. I'm not going to say any more than that, but it was about something and something we discussed before. And then at the, yeah, top of the email, end of the email. Um, do not read out my email. Uh, PS, you two are in desperate need of a US correspondent and I would feel honoured to fill the role. Well, look, not if you're gonna redact the emails, Mark. You yeah. <laughs> can't like it's, it's just unworkable. It's this system is unworkable, mate. Yeah. It was a very interesting email. Uh, very, very interesting indeed. But we, we can't we just can't discuss it. Maybe in sixty years' time all of our files will be redacted like the Roswell files and um it will yeah.
1: be fine. It's kind of it's kind of like going to a job interview and then mm. saying have you done all that work that we pre- you're supposed to prepare for the interview yeah can I see it no <laughs> but
0: I, still really like want when, the, I still really want the job it's like when uh, it's like when I can't remember who which actor is getting in, in, interviewed for the office and he's gone yeah I've got a couple I've got a two point plan how you you know how the company could uh, revolutionise it and he goes well come here he goes no, I'm not giving it away. So yeah, exactly. must be, well, no. it must be quite interesting I see if you are a high functioning um, hire uh, for something like a, like a high up high, high up higher and they want to know the sort of things that you would enact and the ideas that you've got but you don't want to just give them ideas because because you know, companies can be unscrupulous I wonder if there's what, maybe, do you reckon uh, not, so about that
1: An example of that would be when you um, interview for a job as a music um, PR. Mm. And they set you a task, like, I don't know, writing the press release for a new album that's coming out, mm. which you then send in to them. They thank you very much for it, tell you that you're not um, that you're not going to get the job, yeah. but because you also run your own club night, like, you received a self-same press release <laughs> that you wrote in your inbox yeah. a couple of days later. Is that which what is happened something to that you? something literally happened to me in the past. It's I, kind of probably similar to
0: that. Mine, uh, I did similar, something similar where I... Um, Where I auditioned for a very cheap, you know, not not worth much cash, uh, vo voiceover, and uh, they just used the audio. (laughs) and <laughs> didn't give me the job or the money well, <laughs> that, that is outrageous like, that's amazing isn't it I, I should what I should do is record it in the shower and go if you want the real version if you want the uncensored version <laughs> like Pete like this is a
1: very terrible, this is a very it? this is a very esoteric joke but like you should do it but in the middle of it just go pond five pond five <laughs> <laughs> the top of it. speaking of VOs though Charlie's been in touch um, mm-hmm. and this is a really good email he says hi guys not, Char- um, not Charlie
0: from uh, uh, what do you Pete can you do a voiceover for, <laughs> no. for a promo please
1: <laughs> no, not, not Charlie from Mr. no. Charlie from who, – who actually signs his email off, and we'll squeeze this one in before we go. Uh, Charlie not from Carlisle, as he calls himself. He says, hi, guys. Following uh. Pete sharing his unsuccessful boarding Carlisle raised in the Royal Navy story, I thought I'd pass on that I
0: was, in fact, the voice of that advert. That's what I'm talking about. What are the chances of that yeah. person listening or being aware of it, of the show? Amazing. Well, based on our listenership, very, very low. Um, The actor (laughs) in
1: it was deemed to have too much of a high-pitched voice, so a better-suited Carlisle accent was apparently required. (laughs) Then Charlie goes on to say, I'm from Peckham. And as you can tell by the advert, I'm not particularly good at a Carlisle accent. I actually put forward a friend who is from Carlisle, but he was rejected too. I don't think they really knew what they were after. So much Um. so... A usually one-hour voiceover gig took two days of recording, as no one was happy with it or the pathetic accent I was attempting. But I still got the job. Many thanks, Charlie. Not from Carlisle.
0: You know what? I feel better now. I, I just feel better about things.
1: Well, because it's because <laughs> it's normally Finchy. That gets your yeah, well, well
0: it's just it's just fun that it's. I'm just I'm just happy that um, it was a torrid job that took a long time, uh, and uh, it wasn't actually someone from the area who got it in in, in the first place. So, you look, know, that's cheered me right up. That has. But Pete, give me so for people
1: listening who are from the south of the country, much the same as me. Like, if you if someone said to you, "Yeah, we want you to do this voiceover, Pete, but you need to do right. a Carlisle accent. Could you do it?".
0: I think I could. Because they just sound like they just sound like us. They just sound like me. They just give me sound a sentence a bit like in Hartlepool and give me a sentence in Carlisle. <clears throat> Good evening, I'm from Hartlepool. Good evening, I'm from Carlisle. It's the same. <laughs> it's thing. exactly the same. It's exactly well, I, the we're same. We're going to get some
1: very irate emailers from the beautiful town and city of Carlisle. If we're not I've careful.
0: got a mate from Carlisle called Jonathan Fax. You've met him. You play football with him, and he yeah. is from Carlisle and he sounds just like me. So there you go. I, 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 thought I thought do know right Jonathan
1: up. and I like him, but I've never heard him speak.
0: Oh well, he, He's very yeah, quiet. He's, he's quite quiet, yeah, he's a quiet boy. Quiet yeah. boy.
1: Anyway, speaking of the quiet boys, which about time we were quiet, Peter, do you want to take us take us out of here?
0: Well, let's get out of here. This has been the end. And the middle and the start of the Luke and Pete show hope you've enjoyed it we'll be back on Thursday for more of this if you want to get to the show as always it's hello at Luke and Pete show.com you can find us on Twitter Luke and Pete show and you can also find us on Instagram as well with all kinds of shite quite frankly uh Instagram.com forward slash Luke and Pete show if you get involved in the URL business just type it in the search bar follow us check out what Natalie and Luke and me have put up
1: Peter, a lot of people would have just turned off when they heard us doing the outro. So, why don't you give someone a little Easter egg now for those who've stuck around?
0: Uh, okay. Um, hello, I am from Bradford. Hello, <laughs> I am from Filey. Do you the accent? Go on, do you the accent? I came
1: here for a see you on Thursday. Ta da!